From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Today we're going to learn about a neuromuscular clinic. Here with me in the studio is Dr. Ahmed Eldokla. He's an associate professor of neurology, and he specializes in neuromuscular disorders. Thank you for being here, Dr. Thank you. Dokla. So the Neuromuscular Clinic uh, is located at the Upstate Bone and Joint Center on Fly Road? Yes. Correct. Um, tell us what types of patients you see there. So uh, it's a state-of-art uh, neuromuscle center to take care of patients with various muscle and nerve disease. For example, patients with neuropathy, patients with different types of muscle disease, either inherited or acquired, myasthenia gravis, muscular dystrophy, and autonomic dysfunction. So um, let me figure out the definitions for some of these things. Neuropathy, is that um, numbness in the nerves, or what is that? Right. Neuropathy is a, a disease that affects the nerves. So patients usually present with various complaints, including numbness, tingling, burning, stabbing pain, weakness. Okay. And so your um, task is to sort of figure out why? Yes, pretty much we try to figure out why the patient have neuropathy and what we can do to treat that using multiple modalities and multiple tests. Okay. You mentioned myasthenia gravis and muscular dystrophy um, and then autonomic disorders. What What are those? Yeah. So myasthenia gravis, let us start with myasthenia. Myasthenia gravis is the uh, disease that affects the junction between the muscle and the nerve. And usually patients with myasthenia are presented with fatigue, double vision, droopy eyelids, and when it gets really bad, they usually complain of difficulty swallowing and weakness. Uh, autonomic nervous system is a system that controls the vital functions of different organs of the body. It controls the blood pressure, heart rate, sweating, and pain. Uh, there is different diseases can affect the autonomic nervous system. Uh, let me mention some examples of the most common diseases. Uh, in patients with diabetes, the study have shown that uh, they have a high prevalence of disease affecting the nerves of the autonomic nervous system, or the nerves of the autonomic nervous system going to the heart, and a disease called uh, cardiovascular autonomic neuropathy. Cardiovascular autonomic neuropathy? Yep. Okay. So pretty much it's a disease affecting the autonomic nervous to the heart. It has been associated with increased mortality, and recently, American Diabetic Associations recommend autonomic testing for diabetic patients, either type 1 or type 2. Another example of autonomic disease is small fiber neuropathy. It's a difficult to diagnose disease. Patients usually presented with pain, numbness, burning, and tingling. Routine studies, including EMG and nerve conduction study, are normal but the autonomic testing usually is abnormal, especially a test called QSART. So the autonomic nervous system, is that part of our general nervous system of the body, or is it separate from it? It is. It is actually part of the general nervous system of the body, but it works in the background to control the different systems, including the 
large nervous, or what we call it, large fibers, nerves. And the things that you mentioned seem vital, the blood pressure, heart rate, pain control, but you mentioned sweating, and that seems interesting to me. Why would it, what does it have to do with sweating? Right. When it's really hot, sweating is one way for the body to get rid of the heat. The, the autonomic nervous system is the one that plays in the background to control that. And there is a disorders of sweating or diseases that can affect the sweating, especially in patients who are un unable to sweat normally, and they may present with heat exhaustion or heat stroke. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. All right. So it sounds like you've got a wide variety of patients that have a, a variety of symptoms, some with diseases that they were born with and some that develop later. Um, Anyway, uh, so what, what do you do for them at the clinic when they come there? Is it mostly for diagnosis so that you kind of put together the symptoms and give them a name of what's going on? It's both for diagnosis and treatment. So the, 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 the Neuro Muscle Center is a, provide comprehensive care for patients with uh, muscle and nerve disease. Usually we start with seeing the patient in the clinic. And after that, we do multiple investigations, if needed, on site. Let me give you some examples. So we have on-site EMG and nerve conduction study lab. Imaging and nerve conduction? EMG, called EMG. EMG, okay. Yeah. It's what is that? It's like uh, testing for the muscle. You put a needle in the muscle and listen to the muscle sound. You don't inject the patient with anything. You just listen to the muscle sound, and really it's gold standard test to diagnose any muscle or nerve disease. I didn't know muscles made sounds. <laughs> what do they sound like? So uh, our body, including muscles, is work with electricity. So the brain usually sends signals to the muscle to work, to move. And the way the brain sends the signals is through the nerves. And through the chemical channels that at the end it generate electricity in the muscles. And we record this electricity. It has, the normal muscles has specific sound and specific waveform. In patients with muscle disease or nerve disease, the sound and the waveform will sound and look different. Wow, interesting. And that's um, EMG and the nerve conduction study, or is that nerve conduction study something different? We do it together. So the nerve conduction study, we stimulate the nerve and record the response. The EMG is the part where you put a needle in the muscle and listen to the muscle sounds. Is that um, painful? Uh, it's kind of... I mean, anything with needles kind right. of sounds... <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like acupuncture if someone does have acupuncture, so... Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I've also uh, got notes here that electromyography is something that you offer? What is that? This is an EMG. This is the fancy name of EMG, electromyography. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Um, now, what about, do you get into carpal tunnel syndrome and uh, ulnar nerve problems? Yes. Things in the hands and arms? <laughs> yes. So it's a very common complaint. Patient presented with numbness and tingling in the hands, and one of the common uh, etiology for that is carpal tunnel syndrome or ulnar neuropathy at the elbow, which is pretty much entrapment of the nerve in the hand or the elbow. And the gold standard is to diagnose them with the uh, nerve conduction study and EMG. 
However, in uh, our neural muscle center, we have a new state-of-art ultrasound, which can help to diagnose carpal tunnel and confirm the diagnosis in addition to the nerve conduction study and EMG. Interesting. Uh, you're listening to Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, and I'm talking with a specialist in neuromuscular disorders, Dr. Ahmed Eldokla. Um, I wanted to ask you about muscle and skin biopsies that are done. You're involved in that as well, right? Yeah, we do, we do muscle and skin biopsy in the neuromuscle center in Flywood. And we keep those invasive testing for patients who are really hard to diagnose or who are really complicated. So maybe they've gone through and you've tried these other diagnostic tests and you haven't gotten what you needed? Absolutely. So we start with a blood test. Second step in any muscle or nerve disease is the nerve conduction study and EMG. And if we still was not able to figure the disease or we want to guide the treatment with more aggressive therapy, including immune therapy, we usually take a piece of the muscle or a piece of the skin and send it to the lab. In our uh, neural muscle center, we do non-invasive or minimally invasive, I will say minimally invasive skin biopsy. We usually take make a small incision, put a needle in the muscle, take a small piece of the muscle and send it to the lab. The incision is, is so small, so we don't use the stitches to close them. This is uh, in contrast to the ordinary way to get a muscle biopsy where you have a large incision and you put the patient under anesthesia. So this can be done the same day, kind of an in and out? It usually takes about 20 to 30 minutes. The patient... Uh, stay in the office for another 20 minutes, and then go home. All right. Um, tilt table testing? What is that? That's a new modality, very, very uh, helpful in diagnosing uh, many of the autonomic uh, dysfunction. It is one of the tests that we offer in our comprehensive autonomic lab. Uh, tilt table has a barren sensitivity and specificity and diagnosing patients with syncope and presyncope. Syncope, what is that? Syncope and presyncope is a, a name of a symptoms. On what happens with those patients, they present with dizziness and they can lose their consciousness for a few seconds to a minute. This is what we call it syncope. Or they just presented with dizziness, they feel foggy and they are about to faint maybe sit down or lie down, and this is what we call presyncope. Okay, all right. So the tilt table can help in differentiating different causes of syncope and presyncope, including but not limited to patients with orthostatic hypotension, patients with vasovagal syncope, and patients with Bart's disease or postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. So I'm going to ask you to explain those. Orthostatic... Uh, hypo hypotension. Hypotension. That's when your blood pressure changes right. if you're laying down or standing up? Right. Okay. So hypo means low, okay. hypo means high. So hypotension is a high blood pressure, hypotension is a low blood pressure. Orthostatic hypotension is a very common disease. It affects patients in all ages, uh, especially more prevalent in elderly populations. Patients with orthostatic hypotension usually presented with lightheaded, dizziness, up on standing, and if they are not, if they didn't sit down or lie down, they might faint. Okay, all right. 
Uh, on the other hand, we have a very common disease, in, especially in young female, called postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. Uh, those patients present with a lot of symptoms, including but not limited to heart racing, feeling shaky and tired, and usually they have a migraine and they can have multiple syncope and pre-syncope episodes. Where they pass out. Where they pass something. out, yeah. So does that end up being a cardiac problem or a nervous system problem? Uh, as we discussed earlier, the, the, the nerves of the autonomic nervous system or the nervous or the autonomic nervous system controls the function of the heart. So the heart itself as a muscle is normal, but the nerve controlling it has a problem. It's not only that, it also can happen if the nerve controlling the blood vessels is not healthy. And those nerves are part of the autonomic nervous system. So the patients that you end up seeing um, are, I'm assuming they're referred to you um, and you do the testing. Um, you've mentioned people with diabetes. You might be seeing people with diabetes, um, people with sweating disorders, people with neuropathy. Are there other types of patients that, that come to you? Yeah. So, so, so there's, there's, there's multiple ways where we can... Uh, interact with the patient. Uh, patient with carpal tunnel or patient with ulnar neuropathy at the elbow usually referred to us by our colleague in the orthopedic department for testing to confirm the diagnosis. Uh, other patients sometimes referred to us from cardiology to do the autonomic testing, especially after the heart muscle turned out to be normal. Uh, a vast majority of the patients referred to us from our colleague in family medicine just with the symptoms to be seen in the clinic and decide what investigation need to be done. So this autonomic testing, this is a service that the Central New York area really, really hasn't had available until yeah. you came, right? Yes. So this is, this is the autonomic lab and the autonomic nervous system is uh, one of the few autonomic lab in the state and the only autonomic lab in Central New York and Syracuse area. Well, we get patients from uh, different parts of the state, including Rochester and Albany, for either diagnosis or for treatment. Well, it's really good to know that that's available here. Yep. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate your time coming in and explaining all of this. My guest has been Associate Professor of Neurology, Dr. Ahmed El-Dogla. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.